Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and all who were of the high priestly family. When they had made the prisoners stand in their midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name do you name this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of, of the people and elders, if we are questioning today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick and are asked how this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified whom God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was resurrected, that was rejected by you, the builders, it has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. Hear what the Spirit is saying. Sister in need 
children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God, and we receive from him whatever we ask, because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. All who obey his commandments abide in him, and he abides in them. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit that he has given us. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd, does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this soul. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it out again. I have received this command from the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Good shepherd lays down his life for his 
have a really hard time with good shepherd imagery because I didn't want to be referred to as a sheep. Sheep, you may know, are not very smart. And Episcopalians sometimes snarkily refer to ourselves as Christians who bring the reins with them to church. But if we can swallow our pride for a minute and allow ourselves to be sheep, needy, and vulnerable, and maybe even not nearly as smart as we think we are, then maybe we can begin to wrap our limited understanding around something very significant about God's presence with us and God's love for us. Jesus was saying that he would go to the ends of the earth to love, protect, and show up for us, his sheep. This divine loving presence is not a fluffy, sentimental kind, which is good, because I don't really like fluffy, sentimental love. I don't tend to trust it much, because it doesn't tend to have much backbone. The Good Shepherd love speech was given by Jesus in the middle of a big fight with the religious authorities. It was rebellious love, and tough love, and very much risky love that Jesus was showing when he claimed to be the Good Shepherd that day. To see that, it's helpful to know the context. Before this speech, Jesus had come upon a blind man, and he had performed a miracle that enabled the blind man to see. The authorities, rather than being in awe about the miracle, got very upset that Jesus had done such laborious work on the death. Not that us religious types ever lose our sense of perspective. Or they interrogated the now not blind man and his parents, and then they cast the man out of the temple. Because if you can't understand it, they must be bad, right? Well, Jesus went out to find the cast out man because that's what the good shepherd does. He goes out to find his sheep. Once found, the man told Jesus that he believed in him. In other words, he trusted in him. And thus, he entered into relationship with the one who had shown him such love. Then, Jesus entered into conversation with the authorities who had cast the man out. Because love sometimes means having difficult conversations. What we heard today was part of that conversation. Conversation meant to open stubbornly shut eyes. In typical Jesus fashion, he jabbed at the proud Pharisees, hinting that they had it all wrong. He was the good shepherd. They were the hired hands. He will lay down his life for the sheep while they run away in fear. He has healed someone while they have judged someone. And as I read this, I know that I too am far too often a Pharisee because I sometimes can't see the truth past the tip of my own nose. For example, right now I'm trying to communicate that I agree with Lennon's response to Ryan, that God is already here with us in so many ways, as our good shepherd, as our healer, as our advocate, 
sat down next to me just after I had unpacked and spread out on the table because she smelled like stale tobacco and alcohol, and I couldn't think in that cloud. So I got up and settled in a new spot where a man nearby was eating his lunch more loudly than I had ever heard another human being.
which is one of the many reasons that I am delighted that we get to baptize Peter and Caroline this morning. Because Peter and Caroline have brought a bit of God along with them. And their parents have trusted us and God enough to bring their children here and share the God in them with us. In a moment, we will ask God to welcome these children through the holy waters of creation and the blessed oil of the Holy Spirit and the warm light of Jesus Christ. In these rituals, we are saying to Peter and Caroline that they belong here, that we see God in them, and that to us, they are part of God and part of God's family. Let us pray. Loving God, be with us, your family, as we look for you in each other, as we infuse our lives with you through baptism and through the breaking of bread, through prayer and relationship and acts of love. Be with Peter and Caroline as we celebrate their baptism this day, and be with their parents and godparents as they open themselves ever further to be vehicles of your love, protection, and guidance in the lives of these two children. All this we ask in the name of our beloved and good shepherd, Jesus Christ.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon these your servants the forgiveness of sins and have raised them to the new life of grace. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them an, an, an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Amen. Let us welcome the newly baptized. Yes, what I'm asking. Uh, John. 
2015 of the $2 million to be raised to finish out the money to be raised for the building. Uh, we're more than halfway there. So it's time to spring a scrum. It's time to go public with the Catholic campaign. So there will be a letter coming out during the next two weeks letting you know what's going on, opportunities that are available. And if you want to meet the rush,
galaxies, suns, the planets, and their forces. And this fragile earth, our island home. From the primal elements, you brought forth the human race. Blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. You made us the rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust, and we turned against one another. Again and again you called us to return. Through prophets and sages you revealed your righteous law. And in the fullness of time you sent your only Son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and peace. And therefore we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope, to proclaim with them your glory and their unending kingdom.
brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the through the blood of the everlasting covenant, made you perfect in every good work to do God's will, working in you that is well pleasing in God's sight. 